Welcome to the Nice Hair Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Haley. We are two girls committed to being nice, to hair and business, and to keeping it real. Yeah, it's, that was good. You gotta do it for real. Oh, 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 okay, yes. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Flat, like that. Open. Gosh, Action. So professional. Wow. I think that means we're officially official. I, Is that a success, successful habit? Girls, I can't. We leveled up today. We we truly did. We truly leveled up our just making sure my video hair. game. My hair's good. Oops, our, sorry, we got a dog. We have a special guest star today. His name's Bobby. Bobby, get in here. Or you get in here. I mean. He, um, oh, that's a boomerang. This is going to be very interesting for the guys that are only listening. I'm sorry, we can. Cut They're it gonna back. hate. No, we can. Cut every back. part of this. Okay. I don't think we should. I think we should make them suffer because Bobby. Well, yeah, Bobby's here. If you, I don't know if you'll be able to see him at all, but he'll probably be up and moving around. So this would be a good episode if you haven't watched our YouTube yet. This would probably be the episode because you'll probably see little Bobby's head like popping up and floating around. He's uh, my foster dog that I intend on keeping. Yeah, so. when you said foster, I was really confused. I was like, boo-boo, she keeping, <laughs> she keeping the dog. I told Derek, I was like, Haley got a dog. And then I read that it said foster, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're like, so Haley got a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> doesn't matter that the word foster is in front no, of No, what? He's an angel. He really is. Yeah. Um, he came from Louisiana. Yeah, tell me that story real quick. Um, He's a Cajun boy. I know. I was wondering, actually, if he would bark with an accent, but he doesn't. (laughs) He's, like, barking. The word bayou slips out. Or, like, (laughs) y'all. He's, like, scrimp. I know. So he is He just tried to nibble on me. He wanted to get my attention. He's a nibbler. Uh, He's a a seven-and-a-half-year-old Belgian Malinois from Louisiana. And he's a cranky old man. I don't feel like he's cranky. Much like Dylan. Dylan would probably disagree with you. But he's he is really sweet. Um, he actually like when he met Hannah, he ran right up to her, and I think he thought she was me. Because because then I had a treat in my hand, and he was facing me, and I told him to sit down. He literally turned around and faced Haley and sat down <laughs> and sat down and was like waiting. So Hannah had to like. I was like, she doesn't have the treat. I do. <laughs> it was cute. So he's um our new podcast pet. So he's here to hang out for the day. I actually just felt bad leaving him by himself. So he came with. No, I think he should always be here. Well, I would like that. We just have to see how he does today. They say it's healthy to bring dog. Like if you're able to bring a dog to work, it makes you more productive because it like. You remember you're when you're happier. Yeah. And you're not rushing home to like let your dog out. And um, I believe that. Yeah. And it feels like a little piece of home with you. He is a and it's, it's like. Like, you don't want to bring your kid to work, you know? It's oh, just distracting. They need way too many things. Yeah, because phones die, and then the iPad dies. Yeah, and then, then they get hungry, like, yeah, and they complain. Gosh. They're bored. Hey, baby. So, yeah. So this is a successful habit that we have is bringing Bobby in now. I agree. I feel so much more relaxed. We're talking about habits for success today or habits that successful people have. And we're just going to kind of talk about things that we've incorporated into our lives um, that, and obviously, and I, for me, like I go in waves with this, but it also, (laughs) my productivity goes in waves when my, the things that I love doing, my habits that I know are super important when I let them go sideways, everything else starts going sideways too. I think, too, when people are looking for ways to be successful or for they're like, what's the recipe for success? I think, number one, that's such a layered question because it's like success comes from repetitive, like, good habits, essentially. Mm -hmm. And... Those are like so hard to do on a daily basis. Like it's just literally that's the reason like 10% of people in any given industry will be successful and the other 90 won't or whatever. Because those 10% of the people are the only people that like 
will actually do the boring shit every day, day after day after day. Right. Not boring shit. You can make like, I don't know. I just, I think it's like a journey that you're just always on. Sorry, my phone's on. A journey that you're always on that like never ends. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's, it it is huge. Just starting good habits, starting a routine you just know, like when your routine's off, everything's off. And I think mm-hmm. it, that like people can say that across the board, whether they have habits or, or whatever. Um, but when you establish a routine that you like a, and habits, you're creating those, incorporating those into your everyday. And then something throws that off. Mm-hmm. It, it throws everything out of whack. Um, And I think there's a separation too between like business habits. Like when people message us on Instagram or um, email us and they're like, hey, can I pick your brain? Or um, do you have advice for me? I think there's a difference between having business like strategies or business systems or business habits. I agree. And then, but underneath that, the foundation of that is having personal habits, I think, because you can't have one without the other. Like they, they are, um, symbiotic, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I don't, I don't truly think, I mean, at least for me personally, until I actually started changing some of my personal habits in my life, I wasn't able to reach certain business goals that I wanted. Well, I think of it this way. When I was in my early 20s and going out and partying all the time and just mm-hmm. rolling into work hungover, like that was exciting. That like that was what was fun for me at the time. I didn't even business goals, that wasn't even on my radar. Right. Like so to even be thinking like this isn't helping me achieve anything. I was going to work. Like I was doing my job. So to me, I was like, well, yeah, I'm doing fine. Like I'm just getting up. I'm going to work. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Right. Um, But then you're like living to go out for like after work drinks. Right. So I think you can show up even to work and not realize that those those like personal habits things. that you had like the night before or whatever going out and getting wasted you don't even realize like how that affects your business the next day like how fuzzy your brain is or how yeah, clumsy how m- your hands are or you move so much slower <coughs> you're like you just nibbled my thumb again i think that's a nibble love love of nibble i don't know he's needy um And that, I mean, I know it it sounds like very adult and very serious of us, but I mean, those are things that if you are truly um, looking to succeed, I honestly believe, I mean, some people have better self-control and better moderation than others, but I think there's certain like physical or um, like meal habits or drinking habits or whatever that you really have to strip down and like honestly take a look at yeah, and think like, you know, is this for, like, is this something that's going to take me where I want to go? And if it's not, maybe I should look into modifying it like seriously. I I know for me without even necessarily realizing what I was doing when I became more disciplined, I've always been into like fitness. Mm -hmm. I played sports all through all growing up, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, um, and then even after. So I know when I got into fitness, and I I don't even know that this is something that I realized at the time, but it's always been a part of my life. But when I really started taking it seriously, um, I started changing my business because, and the gym teaches you discipline. So you're not going to reach any type of goal with fitness if you don't start going and little things like that, like showing up, that's something that teaches you accountability, accountability, 
to achieve your goals, you have to go. That's like a form of discipline. And then it, it goes on from there. Like as you get more into it, you get, you start seeing results, you get more excited. The discipline becomes easier and easier. Um, I think that's another thing too. People are always asking like about motivation and I think motivation is bullshit. Um, yeah, you're like, I don't wake up and like stick a syringe of motivation motivated. in my vein and <laughs> no. all of a sudden it's there. It, there's like, no, I think that's a problem too, is as much as people, um, I think you just have to know the game too. I think you have to understand that underneath like every wonderful Instagram and every badass successful person on Facebook that is killing it, like is they're just a normal person that wakes up looking like a troll that wakes up and gets their shit together, um, has created good habits that they fall along with and then puts the best of the best out for the world to see. Like no one's actually their Instagram feed or their Facebook feed. No, you know what I mean? Like not at all. Those are, it's their job. They, it's just like you show up to your eight hour job or you show up to your nursing shift for 12 hours and you work and you are a nurse for those 12 hours, but then like you get off and you're still you. And even with like lifestyle blogs or us as entrepreneurs or business owners, like we wake up and we're just us. But when you're doing your own thing and you're the only one who's like in charge of it, it's, I think there's another element. Yeah. In and, it. and I think a hundred percent it's discipline. It's so, choices. Yeah. Totally. It's just, Motivation is always going to come and go. So True. you're going to go through cycles in your life where, and it's going to be in different areas of your life. Sometimes I'm more motivated in fitness than, than I am in others. Other times I'm more motivated in my business than I am in others. Some days I'm more motivated to drink a lot of wine than others. So <laughs> it's, it's going to come in waves, but it's that discipline that you've, with your habits that you've created, that's what you're going to fall back on when the motivation isn't there. So you have to start mm -hmm. small. Like sometimes I do not want to get up and go to the gym today, for example, 90% of the time it's just getting there. Mm -hmm. I will be like, I'm not even going to work out. I'm just going to go. Maybe I'll do cardio. What do I end up doing every single time I work out? I have a great workout. It's getting there. It's creating that habit. And I think for people like me too, who aren't naturally inclined to just like do, do what's best for me just because it's best for me. I think too, I have to learn enough times how shitty it feels to not have discipline in order for me to be like, I don't want to feel like that anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want to feel disappointed in myself. I, I think the first promise or first, um, commitment you should make to is yourself because from there on out, you can start to make commitments to, you know, other people and other facets of business or whatever. But I think if you can make a commitment to yourself and keep it, that's a good sign of like starting to create good things. And like you said, just getting up and doing stuff. Right. Like I honestly think, um, like the public system school, like the public school system is very broken, <clears throat> but I do think there are parts of it that are good for people or children. Um, example, getting up and showing up every day. And I think, you know, that essentially is, is training children to, and not everybody will have, you know, a nine to five job, but no, even, but I think getting up early is one of the best things you could ever do for yourself. If you're struggling in any way with some type of starting a great habit, start with that. If you do nothing else, get up an hour and a half, two hours earlier than you normally would. Don't like just rush out the door. Um, yeah. And like make your, take time, like make your bed, like, cause it feels bed. super shitty. I mean, I'm, you guys know, I'm always like running around like a chicken with my head cut off because I just have, I'm working on time management. That's like something successful people have figured out is how to manage their time successfully. And that's the thing is it's always a work in progress, even if you have other things down. Yeah. But I've learned that if I can give myself enough time to like make my bed or just do certain things, it just puts you at ease. Like, like making your bed makes a huge difference in your I day. such a good agree wholeheartedly. Dylan, you're officially on the podcast. So yeah. just come this on, is jump on in. Haley, Hannah, and Dylan with nice hair. 
<laughs> Dylan actually does have nice hair. He probably better hair than most of us. I know. And better real hair. I know, literally. <laughs> Ours is fake. That's why we get away with it being nice. Dylan doesn't even need extra. Um, I think that segues too into speaking of Dylan. Um, I think too, the more busy you get in any successful area of your life that you're focusing on, you kind of realize that you have to choose who you hang out with very strategically. Like when I had the idea to have a podcast, I didn't accidentally ask Haley to like take on this endeavor with me. I was like, Haley is such a good, positive, motivated influence. Why wouldn't I want to have her around? I mean, there was other people I could have asked, but it's like, you really have to think about who you spend your time with because um, you know, time is the ultimate resource. Money comes and goes. Time, it's like the only thing you never get back. Yeah. So you have to seriously spend it so wisely. Yeah. And, and so I think that, and that's a really, really hard one. I think, especially for, um, women is, you know, making a conscious choice to let go of certain people in your life or just choosing to, I think it's hard for any, anyone. Not I don't engage. Think, yeah, yeah. I think that's, such a hard I don't know girl my husband ain't got any friends and he's fine he's like I don't give I don't give a lot <laughs> no just kidding he has like two friends but like oh he's very like gosh. those are his two friends you know yeah um yeah. I don't have a ton of friends no I I've I think you just have to be okay with losing friends like genuinely and not in like a sour bitter way not like a you did me wrong Deuces. Like, it's just like things kind of settle and separate. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've probably said this on our podcast before, but I do well when people like force their friendship on me. I think because I'm in my own little world and yeah. I'm super close with my family, you guys, like really, really close. And which takes up the space of what friendship is. Of a friend. Be, like, yeah. somebody's like, so you wouldn't like, you wouldn't just call up a friend and be like, do you want to go to dinner? I'd be like, no, I'd call my siblings. Yeah. Haley's like, no, I don't like friends. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's, what's nice about you and I too. Haley and I don't live close together. So honestly, like our friendship is so nice because like, it's not, it's not high maintenance. Like neither no, one of I us don't. are high maintenance friends. No, I like don't neither one of us well honestly even like being bugged. And so I think you have to find people that are not going to like drain you of your time. Yeah. Like if, if I ever have anybody be like, I haven't heard from you in so long. Did I do something to upset you? Or like, no, we really need to start getting together. Like, bye. I, I'm sorry if you're that type of person. Like my favorite friends outside of my family are the people that I can go months without speaking to. And when I see them again, there's no hard feelings. There's nothing like that. Like I do not have. A, okay. I don't want to make time yeah. to like, I don't know. I, and maybe I'm, that's like me being a shitty friend or I person, but like, I'll check on you if you know, but I, you're not, ugh, if you literally say to me, like. Our friendship I, I ends there. I, I haven't heard there. from you in so long. I'll be like. I can't do this. <laughs> you're never going to hear from me Ever again. Ever again. Do you think we're a little psycho? Because like all we care about is literally either blood relatives, animals, or essentially business or making money. That's, I mean, I. I think you'd be on that scale that I'm on. D Dylan said his wife gave him, she's, <laughs> she's in psychology and like school stuff. And she gave him like a personality test. And he said he literally tested on the spectrum of like psychopath. He's like just shy of being a psychopath. I was like, oh. Wow. I like, do you think that's abnormal? Sociopath. Oh, so, so, excuse us. What's the diff, Dylan? Excuse us. Uh, one doesn't know right from wrong. One doesn't give a shit. He's like, I would kill you with a knife on one. And I would know it was wrong. I would. I wouldn't regret it. Suffocate you with a pillow on the other. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily. Like, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, I think I just know what is important to me what has so for me like my family they're the only people who have always been my constant always like friends come and go mm -hmm. as like crappy and sad as that is like they truly do yeah where my family like they 
and I've done a lot of like really shitty stuff, guys, trust me, um, that most families would probably be like, all right, (laughs) we'll see you later. Um, but they've just always been my constant and I've lost a lot of friends. I've gained friends. I've lost them. So to me, it's like, why would I, I'm not really going to be investing my time with somebody that is, could potentially like not be there in the future. And And it's not that I'm not like, I'm very, I think you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think I'm like a very warm, welcoming person. I think you're perfect. Thanks. Um, but, and I will like have a conversation like, and yes, like we can be friends, but like, as far as like spending my time when I have that free time to spend with people, I'm always going to pick my family. And I think you can make when you're like me and you don't have a big family, you can over the years, like make friends, like my best friend, I would consider family because we've been through enough of that where like, it's unconditional at this point. There's nothing her, yeah. I could do where we would ever disappear from each other's lives. Yeah. Um, Cause we're just so intertwined in so many ways. And I am close with my family. I just don't have a large family, but I, I think that even family members, I mean, I've had to, um, my dad had a very unhealthy, like last several years of his life and I distanced myself from him. Yeah. So I don't, I, I think it's all very, um, subjective when it comes to even family or friends. No, I agree. I, I have, I'm fortunate that I have a phenomenal family. Haley family balances fuck. Yeah. We're, they're all like super fit. And like literally, no, 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 no they really, they, are. I, and also I, they're like, they, you guys have like the best genetics ever. They're all tens. They're, they're all super so fit. Sweet. They're all really nice. My parents are babes. Yeah. Like, no, they really are. Truly. They really are. Like your mom I could, was ju- like, I could spend an entire podcast season just talking about my family. Yeah. So I Haley, reiterate, bring your mom. Yeah. Haley's mom's awesome. I, you guys, she does have to be a guest because one you'll fall in love with her. Yeah, she's precious. She's an angel. I'll bring her. She'll have to take the day off work, but I think she'd be okay with it. But I think even if you're someone who doesn't have like a great family, it is as as nec- or as important as it is to like cut out, say a bad family member. I think it's important to maybe replace them with a super healthy r- friendship. I like that you said replace. Just well, you, you know what I mean? Like stuff fill that hole. Yes. <laughs> Just bring somebody else in. <laughs> Make sure they're smiling. I think what we're both trying to say is the people that you surround yourself with are very important. What do they say that you're the total of you're the of the five people you spend the most time with, right? I always say if you hang out in a barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. <laughs> so, you know, like yeah. If if you hang around a certain group of people that act or participate in certain things, for long enough, you're going to start acting and participating in that way. And that can go both ways. So you can choose to hang out with super successful people. Like I've chosen to hang out with Haley and other, you know, people in my life or, you know, the opposite of that. And it's just, you, you want to fill your time with people who bring the best out in yourself and you do the same for them. Mm -hmm. Um, People who aren't afraid to tell you how it is to afraid to, um, call you out kind of. And those are the relationships that I appreciate the most. The people who are willing to have those hard conversations. Um, and who aren't because you, you truly know that they care. They're not just going to yeah. tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, but I don't know whether it's friends, whether it's family, you do need to surround yourself with people that not only are you lifting them up, but they're lifting you up as well. Yeah. Stay away from like self-deprecating people or people who are just like, like, we don't have time for that. You know what I mean? People are always like, I look ghost today. Like, I'm just like, stop, stop, you know? So just choose to be around positive people who have good energy, who are really paying attention to maybe what you're doing. You're paying attention to what they're doing. Um, and just have, you know, like maybe the same mindset. I think, I think too, I don't think we're psychos. I think we're just so, we're at a point in our careers where our tunnel vision is so like constricted that, and I think you and I both know that like our time is now to like have that tunnel vision. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, years and years ago, I didn't personally have the discipline or the habits set up to be able to really focus in on the choices I was making or um, the habits 
that I was doing that were like bad for me. But now that I understand. I wasn't like self-aware enough. No. Yeah. Like I was just like living your life. Almost like going through life and like it felt like watching somebody else live my life. Yeah. That makes sense where it was like you're just going through the motions like and. It's like instant gratification. Like you're just like, I'm going to finish up this day at work and then I'm about to go like while out and dr- take a bunch of shot, 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 yeah. shot, shot, shot. And then I'm going to wake up hungover and just chug some water and go back into work. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can, you can do that, but like, is that helping you build something? Like, is your end goal to stay in the same place where you're at? Cause like, those are the type of choices that are going to keep you where you are. Also, if you don't think that, like, especially if you're a business owner or entrepreneur, if you don't think that other people notice that and associate that with you as a brand, they do. So I think it's important to be self-aware enough to be like, oh, I'm representing myself as a person. How do I want to come across? Now, you don't have to like wear a three-piece suit every day and like fucking, you know, have tea with the queen But like, you know, conduct yourself in a manner that you would be proud of if someone approached you as a prospective business, you know, client Um, and be real. I mean, real people have fun and like, you know, go out and I mean, Bobby has fun. But, you know, just be real with yourself, but don't don't get so like cray cray that you're hurting yourself and the talent that you have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's not a good look. No. And it's really not. It's a waste of time. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to is you either get to a point where you're like, um, I want to move my business or my career or my finances ahead in such a way that I can't focus on other things that are distracting to that. Yeah, I agree. Like I was telling Haley, that's why I do not have Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. I love Snapchat. I literally think it's why I don't watch TV. I think it's I so love. much fun. We both have our one thing. Like, yeah. um, I don't have Snapchat. Hilly doesn't watch TV because we've both decided for whatever reason in our life that those are distracting and take away from time that we could be spending not sucked into that, even though it's distracting. It's so distracting. You guys, this is when I would like watch TV on a regular basis. I would put Netflix on my laptop and I would just like, carry my laptop around. I know it's like, while <laughs> we've all done cooking, it. We've all done it. And then I'd take it upstairs and like, while I'm getting ready. And then it would be like in my car, I'd be like playing it on my phone against my dashboard. Like what? I'm sorry. Like for me, when I like realized what I was doing and it was almost like crack, it was so yeah, hard it to really stop. Is. It really is. It was like, okay, I'm done. Like I, I have to stop. Yeah. Um, and that's how I am. Like I will eventually have a healthy relationship again with like TV where I'll just be able to like wind or down not. at night. And no, I will. Cause like, I'm very extreme with things. It took me like Same. when I started working out, it took me, I would say like five or six years to find a healthy balance where I, oh, yeah, you got real, real. She got, she got that weird fit, that scary fit. Yeah. You like get super fit. And then it's like, <laughs> um, and then you fall off the wagon and it's like a roller coaster. And then you're like this. Okay. So like I'm not healthy with this. This isn't working. Where do I find the balance? I did that with partying while you were being super fit. I was like super hit, like super, super wasty face. So it does just take that. Like it's a journey, you guys. And that's the thing. Everybody's always so focused on like, what's the next thing? Like where, or they want like an agenda, like in elementary school, you like, just take a day at a time. Like take the day for what it is. Like, today we're podcasting but like you also have to I think it is so important to stop get rid of any victim mentality you have like like somebody owes you a plan to success can we talk about yes hold on the victim mentality yes okay so stop stop thinking that someone is withholding some sort of plan from you and that other people have received this magic plan and it's just so unfair because you know what's so unfair is that you don't make a move to do shit. That's what's unfair to you. You have to yeah. get out of your head, take your idea that's right here, like 
leave the idea and actually get up and move your body over here. Like it is so frustrating when people just sit around and talk about shit. Well, I could do this or like, I just don't know how, um, you knew how to do this or that. And I'm like, I didn't know. I just started literally moving. You have to, I'm going to talk about something here in a second, but you have to get it out of your head that, that anyone owes you anything. Mm -hmm. Like if you think you are owed anything by anybody, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. It is so annoying. So I actually was like talking about this on um, my Instagram post. Cause I had an interesting encounter with someone and I'm not going to go into I like details. the word encounter. Yeah. I don't want to like get into like a lot of details about it, but it's like my husband and I call our time relations. <laughs> so you're like, Hey babe, you want to go have relations? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. Encounter is a fun word too, though. I could sub that in. Yeah. I think you could work that in. Mm-hmm surprise him with it. Yeah. Change it up a little bit. So sexy, isn't it? Relations. It's very When we have relations. It's um so like technical. I know it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's I, not it sounds like what like um the Mormon people who have like 15 wives, they're like literally writing on their counter. They're like Martha relations. Like that's her night. Susan relations. relations. Uh-huh. It is. Whatever. Very sexy. We only have each other. Can we talk about how friggin' stressful that would be? <laughs> Can you imagine Dylan, have, having like multiple it. wives, Dylan? Uh, no, I would kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard enough to have two dogs, honestly. <laughs> but like, think of it, because obviously, he's not, that dude's not fucking like emotionally with that many girls. Do you know what I mean? Like, but he, he comes and goes as he pleases. Hey, come here. Maybe yeah. Bobby had a couple wives back in the day. I've, I feel like he's been around the block. <laughs> Bob's hey. a multiple bitch kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely is. Bobby. I love that his name is Bobby. Me too. I didn't name him, you guys. He came with the name and I couldn't change it. He's had it for seven and a half years. It's my favorite thing that's ever happened in our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> he's so cranky. He's just laying on the floor, barking at nothing. If you guys just hopped in on this episode and don't know, literally the person I look up to the most is like a not very well-known celebrity named Bobby. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones, yeah. I actually, when I was like, Hannah is going to love him automatically because his name is Bobby. Yeah. So I'm like obsessed with him. No one ever knows who he is. But Dude. when Haley hey. texted me and she was like, I'm going to pick up Bobby. I was like, the fuck? Who's Bobby? <laughs> I mean, I know, like, obviously it wasn't like Bobby Bones, but I was like, this is I thought I told her. Day. And I, I know, I was so confused. I hadn't said who Bobby was. So she probably really was like, Cool. Like, no, I was very interested, guy? actually. I was very interested. What were um, we talking about? Okay, no. So, Mormons. We no, were talking before that. I, I have a thought that I want, or a, a thing that I want to talk about. Um, okay, so. Okay, one second. I know this is being on you, this is being recorded and recorded, double recorded, but I'm, I'm just nibbling on my little muffin and I'm doing it like, so you can't hear it, but sorry, you have to watch it. That's all I have to say. I know it's unprofessional. When we get big and famous, I won't eat on camera anymore. I promise. <laughs> you know what? Until Hannah, then. I just want you to always be you. My, you're. Oh, sorry. I'm you like on a leash. practice how you play. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You, what'd you say, Dylan? <laughs> you practice how you play. I you practice do what? practice how you play. How I play? If you, yeah. you do it now in the minor leagues, you're going you're gonna to do, do it, it in the majors. majors. Fuck that then. I'll just eat all the time. <laughs> I mean, I won't chew gum. You practice oh, how you play. Okay. I'm a gum chewer. I, th- I, I would think it would be you play how you practice. Same. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll shut up. Go ahead. Okay. So I, okay. I'm just going to use extension training as whatever you want. Like, or for this example, but you can apply this. And if you're not a hairstylist or if you are a hairstylist and you don't do extensions, you can take this and do with it what you will. Whatever type of training that you're doing. Yes. So for us, we went to MBR training, right? And when we went into it, they told us up front, this is going to be a lot of work. This is going to be really, really, really hard. But we didn't understand that. I don't feel like. Literally not. Sorry, I'll shut up. Yeah. You like have no idea what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. At least we didn't. So you go through the training and you come 
to the end of the day on the last day and you're like, what just happened to me? Where do I go from here? Holy cow. You feel like throwing up and also you have no thoughts in your brain. It's yeah, the oddest your, feeling in the Your brain world. is mush <laughs> um, from just like taking everything in or attempting to take everything I in. got shingles. I was that stressed when I left. I wasn't that stressed. But I I would be on, like on the phone and everybody would be like, how, how is your time? And I was like, I don't you're like this. know. Can, like, can you just talk? Because like I. <laughs> yeah, no, I would call I my husband. Know. He'd be like, how's your day? I'd be like, uh-huh. You're like, I, it's good. I'm near the water in California. And, the, and then you'd have like little mini like spurts of like, cause, um, Garrett was like such a like psycho in a good way. Like I, I like Garrett, but he was like such a psycho that he would like get into your brain. And you'd be like, Oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm about to change my life. Yeah. Like you don't even understand how good things are going to get when I get home. And then like you'd stop and you'd be like, I just, I, I got a lot to think about. It was a lot. Yeah. So you get home and when you're not in your training and you don't have somebody to watch your every move and ask questions to, it gets hard. And there are like a couple of different things you can do. You can either just be done with it and say, MBR's training sucked. Which is what a lot of people do because Which it is, is what a lot of people did and have done. Um, and continue you get, to do. You get lost. You get lost, and then you have no uh, direction. And then you start questioning. You could be doing things in a B plus, A minus way, but you just start questioning it because you know there's a little something off, yeah. but you can't figure it out. But so you can, that's like one route. You can play the blame game, mm -hmm. or you can literally just like, okay, I'm making this work. Like, I will figure this out. I will get good at this. It just takes time. So it was like sickening to me to listen to people who were struggling um, with extensions and listening to them say like, well, the training's not that good. The training's not that good. Haley's literally the ultimate beast proof of this. She had no one else in her salon doing MBR. She came home and created a successful, uh, like, s s I'm, I don't want to speak about your salary, but like a successful revenue within, you know, yeah. months to a year yeah. of learning this. And she had no one to guide her. But it was like, I could have, I easily could have just gone to the training. Did Bobby fart? I think he did. <laughs> I think he did. I was like, I have coffee breath, but that is not coffee. Bless his heart. He can't control it. Oh, He's gosh. I, I just like got like a. I, I was, was like, like thinking it and then you said it. So I think. And then I was like, Lord have mercy. Just me. <laughs> this episode. I'm sorry, you guys. We're, we're like going straight and then we take a hard left and oh, then we come back shit. to the road. Um, habits for success habits. Okay. So I, it just, you guys, it's not the responsibility of your trainer to make sure that you're successful. That's your responsibility. Of course, they're going to have a hand in your success. They, but they can't, they're like such a small part of it. They've given you the tools for success. It's up to you to get good at using those tools. So it just, nothing irks me more when people just choose to sit and play the victim. Well, it's their fault that I'm not, their training wasn't this, their training wasn't that. Like, no, they are doing, like, they showed you, they gave you the tools, take, take those and freaking work. It took me nine months. Success ultimately is a race against time because you can either sit around thinking about why you don't have success or you can start right now practicing and being super shitty at whatever you're doing and you can it's ultimately who can put in the more time Agreed. the quickest Agreed. so if you want to be successful in a six-month time frame you have to get you have to practice every single day whether like it's with mbr yeah it took me nine months to feel 
confident. And the sooner you start that, it's like building muscle at the gym. If you want to go to the gym two, three times a week, like I'm doing just for strength training, that's fine. But I also understand it'll probably take six to nine months for me to feel not like a flabby McFlabberton. I could expedite that process by going to the gym four times, five times a week, doing the same small, you know, interval strength training stuff. And I would tighten up quicker, but it's like, my I'm okay with my fitness outline and that's like a choice I'm aware of in business you can't nobody gives a shit that you're not doing good and you don't get the right to complain about it when you're not it's taking the steps your fault yeah it's, it's and it's not hard it's not it's literally not hard to practice you just have to start yeah I remember and actually Ava told me this and it has always stuck out in my head. I would come home because at the time I was probably working like five, four to five days, sometimes six days a week. And so I would come home from a long day at the salon and then I would have to sit and practice extensions and BR on a mannequin head Mm -hmm. at the dinner table. It'd be like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Ava, I would like put Ava to bed and I'd be like crying. Mm -hmm. And she remembers that. And she made a comment to me, um, and I don't remember exactly how she said it, and I wish I did, but it was something along the lines of, well, mom, like, where do you think that I learned my hard work? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, just with, like, doing extensions, she said, you were, like, really bad at first. <laughs> she would know. I, I practiced on her. She's like, you were really bad at first. And she said, and you just, like, didn't stop. She said, even when you were crying, Aww. even when you were crying, you didn't stop. And she was like, and you would work all day, and then you'd still have to come home and practice, and you just didn't quit even when it was, like, really hard. She was like, so, of course, I work hard. Like, you showed me that. Yeah. So, like, when she said that to me, you guys, like, it floored me. I, it I don't know. It like rocked my world because you, I never said a word to her about Mm-mm. it. I probably complained a lot. That Well, it's all in action. That's the thing is, it is. talk and is cheap. Talk, it, it truly is. So it just, I don't know. That brings up a good point too. I think that maybe we can wrap this up on is if you're struggling, I think especially as a mom or, um, you know, anyone who has other people that need your time a lot, whether, or other things, you know, whether you have animals or husband or kids, um, this is some, a a helpful tool that I learned that has served me really well is when I really started changing how I spent my time to try to move my business forward. I sat my kids and my husband down and I was like, I know this looks this is going to look this way. I know this is going to look like I'm standing in the front room, um, just playing with this mannequin head. I know it's going to look like I'm just noodling around on my phone and on Instagram all day. But what I need you to know is that I've made a promise to myself and to my business that I'm going to do a live or a story or whatever every day. So I need you to respect that decision. And when I tell you, Hey, I'm going to go do a video I need you to know what that means. That changed a lot for my kids because then they understood this is mom's work. mm -hmm. She doesn't think it's cute. She doesn't even think it's that fun most of the time. And also her voice is really scary when she says this. So I'm just going to respect that. Mm -hmm. My husband's the same way. Like, you know, I think a lot of times family members can be like, get off your phone. You just, you know, like. You're always on your phone. Right. Spend time with me. But if you truly loves, you know, someone and you can sit them down and say, Hey, this is, this is the, um, compromise or compromise I'll make. I won't sit this around is the and promise that I made for myself. Like right. this is me being disciplined. This is my habit that I'm choosing to start or even to better my business. Cut out like, Hey, I won't get on Amazon and shop Amazon clothes for, you know, an hour every day. Like I'll cut that out. But I do need you to know that when I'm on my phone, I know. He farted again. I'm sorry. Bobby's on his phone over there. (laughs) I do. Like, you just make it so clear to people. And then when you're serious and they know you're driven, then they understand. Also, I think that relieves some of the stress of of that mom guilt because I think we both have had that. And I think a lot of women, even that are young and don't have families, like, they have that 
societal guilt to be like tuned into everything all the time, you know, in real life. And it's like, no, when you're working, you're working. And if it's, if it's something that's moving you forward, like doing a daily live or doing stories or whatever, then like make that known and don't compromise on it. Yeah. And I think too, like, I think something a lot of people are like, well, I, I just like, I can't afford time away from my family, blah, 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 blah. Like girl by you can't afford, to you can't afford then. not to like yeah. you are, if, if there's a change you're wanting to make, there's a reason. There's always mm-hmm. a why of why you want to change something, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is what you need to always keep in mind. Why do you want to change that? Okay, well, you need to make more money because right now you need to figure out how to work more. I'm sorry, work less and make more money because right now you are not spending time with your children, right? So <laughs> you can't afford to not take those steps, And when it starts getting hard and when people are like talking in your ear and saying all this stuff, you need to remember why you started this in the first place. You started this because you want to be able to go to those after school events. You want to stop working Saturdays to like go to soccer games or whatever that is. Like that's what you have to keep in mind. So it's like you can afford to, you have to. You, you have to. Everything is a choice and everyone has the exact same amount of time. So don't be a victim. Yeah. Um, Start good habits. I We got so far off. Did we get off track with our habits talk? No. I, I think essentially what we were hitting on is um, we can close on this because I think this is the biggest mistake. I repeat the biggest mistake people make is they spend more time consuming other people's bullshit and thinking about making, um, making content. Yeah. And then by the time they actually sit down to make content, they're worn out, they're stressed out and they're out of time. Yeah. And it's, it's, we've talked, yeah, we've said that so many times. It makes me insane. Get off your feed. Stop looking at stupid blogging, bullshit, Amazon fashion shit. I mean, I do it sometimes too, but it's like, stop creeping on somebody else's hair page. Stop looking at your ex-boyfriend's stuff. Just stop it. Fucking stop it. Yeah. Like use that time to start to put something out there, like produce something of value. Go outside, take a selfie, braid your hair, take a selfie, fucking do a quick little tutorial video. Like do teach somebody something, create value in somebody else's life or get on Pinterest and like Google like quotes that relate to you or something. And then like, you know, type it up in a cute little way and post that find a way to create something that identifies with your brand instead of clouding your brain with other people's like nonsense. Well, and I think too, like, cause a lot of people just don't, I think know where to start. They're like, okay, so I want to do all of that. Yeah. That's a good, we can make a whole episode on like, are you lost? Where should you start? Yeah. I think that's a really good, huh? What'd you say? Where to start? Call Dylan. Call Dylan. He'll save your life. Yeah. But I think a safe bet, just a quick little, like, if you don't know where else to start, start here. You, you have knowledge, right? We're, we're hairstylists. So we know things about hair that the general public don't know. They seem like such common knowledge to us Mm -hmm. that we don't think Good. We think it's almost ridiculous to share it because we're like, everybody knows that. Everybody doesn't know that. No. Share things with people. Mm-hmm. Give them, like, like I said, give them value. Give them something. Teach them. People love to be taught things. Yeah. Like even extensions. I, I uh, quickly, I had a consultation call this morning and the girl asked me, she's like, this might seem stupid, but like, how do I brush them? You could hop on really quick, start a live and say, hey guys, um, you know, I know some people aren't really familiar with these or whatever. I'm going to pull my hair up and show you how I brush my hair. You can make a five minute video about that. And that's so, that's so helpful. The key is, is that you can't be like, whew, glad that's over. No bitch. You got to make another one tomorrow. And then you got to make another one after that. Like it's just never ending. But the more you do it, yeah, the more you do it, the more you're like, oh, I got to make another video. And you just have to start. Nobody else is going to do it for you. No one's going to save you. You have to save yourself. And if you are completely lost, go find someone that you really look up to that's not in the hair field, that's highly successful, um, and see what kind of content they're creating. And you will see 
that their Instagram or their Facebook is not picture perfect laid out. They have real life moments. They have good advice. They have uh, things that intrigue you. They have a nice mix of videos yeah. and, and personal selfies. Like people want to mix this stuff. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> we always end up back on social media. It's because it's everything. Yeah. Well, it's because, I mean, I think. And it's a it part of habits. It speaks for us because that's how we both have built our businesses. Yeah. We've built it using social media. Yeah. And you can. It's free and you can do it too. Um, so, yeah. Just habits. also get on Pinterest and look up habits for success or habits of successful entrepreneurs. And you will find a gazillion like get up at 5 a.m., scramble some eggs with a dash yeah. of Tabasco. Like, you know, find what works for you because it's going to be different for everybody. Um, also don't drink so much alcohol, drink more water. Also don't like just eat until you want to throw up, eat in moderation. You know, there's just like some simple things that I think we forget. Yeah. I think, I think the important thing like to take away is just, you have to start somewhere. And I, before you like are diving face deep into a business, like Start with the little things like making your bed, getting up early, because those habits are just going to eventually become part of you being disciplined and who you are. That is then going to help you in every other aspect of your life, but mm -hmm. especially your business, because when things start getting hard in your business, when you're not motivated, you already have the discipline to continue on because you know what has proven to be successful for you. And it's start with yourself, it's those, like little tiny things. Mm -hmm. It's starting with yourself, like take care of yourself, do what's best for you, because then you're prepared to move forward in your business and take care of other people. Agree. Girl, I know that's why you better take care of yourself. So sorry for the roller coaster. Not sorry, actually, but <laughs> thanks for writing our roller coaster episode. <laughs> we, we were everywhere today. Do you think if someone walked in right now, they would be like, what is that smell? Like, do you think we've gotten used to it? Yeah, and I think Bobby would scare them. Yeah, that's true. It would be like smelly. They'd be greeted with a barking, growling dog. And then they would be like, is this a photo shoot or like a TV show? Are you guys on the news? This is a podcast. They wouldn't know. So, all right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time. We love you all so much. Make good choices. Bye. Love you. Bye.